listening to the Soggy Bottom Girls podcast, exploring all things on the Great British Baking Show, with your hosts, Alison Roche and Lisa Vukmirovic. Hello, everyone. I'm Alison. And I'm Lisa. And we are the Soggy Bottom Girls, ready to dive into a new season. I have a little song in my step today. Sing it. Sing <laughs> I don't know why. Song, Alison. No, I won't sing that song, but I... We do have, it's kind of just, I don't know why it feels exciting to talk about something current that's happening as we speak. And so, and it's weird to watch it and not know the ending. It's kind of fun. Yeah. (laughs) Because every season, every season that you and I have discussed, I have watched ad nauseum, you know, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten times. And so you know exactly what's going to happen. This is kind of fun. It is fun. Part of the fun. It is fun. Before we get into this brand new season that is airing on Netflix one episode at a time, you have to wait a week. It's excruciating. We can do it. (laughs) And the people in UK get it before we do. Oh, do they? Uh, Yes. And so my Facebook groups, uh, and they say, you know, it's, it's spoilers. We give spoilers. We talk about who won and what happened. Um, so it's hard to avoid those if I don't really want to know. Yeah. They do Tuesday and we do Friday. I was sure to avoid like Google updates on my phone last week before I had watched, um, episode two, but getting ahead of ourselves because we haven't even talked about episode one, but I have some very exciting news before we get into the excitement of the exciting new season. It's an exciting day. (laughs) I found cinnamon chips. Uh, you did not. <laughs> where? Where? I, you and I have both talked about this before. We prefer not to go to Walmart. I think we're both of the same mind on that. I'm, like I forced my sometimes husband you to have go to. for me. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you just have to do it. I like it for toiletries, but whatever. I was there for something. And I went to the baking aisle, went to the chip aisle, and I was like, oh, yeah, Lisa said this one. Oh, yeah, this is, you know, like going through the disco chips, the butter scotch (laughs) chips, chips. (laughs) you know, every chip. But and I was like, this is insane. How come there are no? And I looked like three times and then like a beam of light from above (laughs) shone (laughs) on the The most bottom shelf shoved back. (gasps) There was a box of butterscotch Hershey's, not butterscotch, Allison, Hershey's cinnamon. Cinnamon. And I pulled them out. How many did you buy? I I bought seven bags. Yes, seven bags. (laughs) Yay. But I I just couldn't believe it. I thought I will regret it if I don't. I just put them all in the freezer. Freezer. This is, yeah. And they're delicious. I was tempted to buy, I think there was one other box, but I bought every pack that was open in the open box. Absolutely. You should have bought that whole case of them, just sent them straight (laughs) to me in Mishawaka. And um, well, they're only like two twenty nine or whatever, two thirty nine, something like that. And I thought this is crazy. Amazing. Why can't I find you? Well, if you want me to send you my recipes, I can send them because this week I did make the cinnamon chip biscotti, and it was incredible. Was it? It yes. sounds incredible. My cinnamon chip biscotti—it's the best biscotti you'll ever have. I didn't make up the recipe; cannot take any of the credit. But oh my gosh, so good. Mm. 
It sounds so good, but I'm wondering, did you ever use your homemade? I did not. I did not. Allison um, turned me on to a recipe. And of course I had the shortening, which you did not have. And I made them and they are delicious, but what they taste like to me are, they taste like red hots without the candy Mm. shell. And red hots were always my go-to movie candy when I was little you know, and I oh, remember yeah. um, spilling them. I'd always spill them and clink, 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 clink down the down the slanted floor. But um, I love Red Hots. I always have, and so that's what they taste like. And I'm not sure how they'd be in anything. So I haven't, mm-hmm. I haven't put them in anything. And also, they're like little rectangles. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought they were cute. Oh yeah, but I I ate a whole bunch. Mm, they were really <laughs> good. <laughs> So there you go. Congratulations. That's the best news. Yes. It honestly I was really is. excited. It sounds sarcastic, really. but it's not sarcastic. I know. I know. 100%. If anybody has listened to us and taken up our advice to try to find them. They are impossible to find. I really believe that was, it was ghost donkey at Walmart. <laughs> ghost donkey. Do you think that we should just have a podcast dedicated to cinnamon chips from now on? We'll just yes. cinnamon chips, cinnamon chips. Yes, and get a nice big fat something from Hershey's. Man, for doing so. Hershey's owes us a lot for all our dozens of listeners who are going to go buy cinnamon <laughs> chips now. <laughs> or not. I would like I would like to invite a new fan. Um, my or address a new fan. I should say he's already been invited. Uh, <laughs> my sister's cat Julius is now following us on Instagram. What? Just so you know, yeah. Do, does Julius you, have his own account? He does. He's at Julius Ginger. Okay. And I, I follow tons of, of cats. Do you really? Yeah. Oh, I got to give a shout out to Betty the Weather Cat. She's amazing. Oh yeah, I know who Betty the Weather Cat is. That's nice. a, um Betty the Weather Cat is Anna's roommate's cat. That's right. Yes. That's right. It's a I big deal. It. Um. I've not spoken publicly about my cat nephew, Julius, but (laughs) (laughs) you weirdo (laughs) that should not be a term, but uh, my, my cat nephew, Julius is gorgeous (laughs) and he is unpredictable and mean. And so I call him a beautiful demon because he is so handsome, so cute. And then once you get in there and like try to, interact with them you never know what you're gonna get but he is really smart and fun and i can't believe i'm taking up this much time talking about him but you can follow him on instagram at ginger julius or julius ginger Ginger. i can't remember now i'm gonna look it up immediately big for my britches (laughs) immediately i love i love a a ginger cat and they are weird (laughs) you know i have one and her name is ginger it's not very original You know, I'm jumping ahead again, but the showstopper made me think so much of you because, of course, it's about gingerbread, and it is not about gingerbread. The second episode is. That's right. How excited. Don't get ahead of yourself here, girl. You're going to give some spoilers. I'm going to slow down, slow down, and let's go back to the beginning because there's a huge cast of characters here, and this probably will be a little skippy over... Because there's just too much. The the volume of bakes in the first couple episode 
is insane. So and it's hard to keep track of the names. I'm trying to take notes and I'm like, what's his name again? What's his name? What's it? What's her name? It's, mm-hmm. it's very hard. And mm-hmm. can I say, I think the winner of the name game is Chigs. I yep. love that. I love Chigs. And then the loser of the name game, wait for it, Jerzino. <laughs> <laughs> you like Jürgen, huh? I love <laughs> Jürgen, for Jürgen because of the umlaut. Anything with an umlaut, okay. I am in. I want, I want the umlaut to be replaced with eyebrows over the oh. U because that guy. <gasps> I'm oh. sorry. Oh my gosh! This is. <laughs> I can't believe you brought about that up. This. We're not about this, but his wife needs to not let him leave the home house before Allison, getting the eyebrow trim. Please. That's my. That please. is my. <laughs> Point of view, exactly. Dan and I have had this conversation many, many, many times that it is the wife's responsibility to help yes. with the grooming yes. of, of the husband. Like, please cut. You got to trim that. You got to trim yes. it. Or ear yes. hair. You got to yes. trim it. And it, Jürgen has a wife. Apparently, it's not a thing there or wherever it is he lives. I don't know. It makes it misleading, too, because I honestly don't know how old he could be, 40 or 60. 56. And, oh, he's 56? Yeah. And oh, wow. one eyebrow is, like, up, and the other one's, like, <laughs> hanging down in his eyeball. And it doesn't affect his ability to be a precise baker, though. Maybe that's his superpower, like Samson in the Bible. <laughs> All of my baking. Are you powers. sure it's not his rabbit Humphrey who likes to listen to the trombone duet? This it just gets quirkier every year, doesn't it? It, you know what? That's a perfect um, adjective to describe it. This is a quirky <laughs> year, quirky opener oh with the the take on "Achy Break Your Heart," which uh, is really how old is that painful. song? How old is oh, that song? Ninety one, maybe. Come on. What, yeah. Uh, what? I feel like that reference probably I, fell. I wonder if perhaps short. because of the COVID precautions that they've had to instill, you know, and spend all this extra money and putting people in hotels and stuff. They're like, well, guess what? We don't have writers anymore. <laughs> we don't have writers. So you know what we're going to do? We're just going to let you guys sit around. And what rhymes with tart? Heart. Achy, breaky tart. Yes. Yes. That's what we're going to do. And then they go to the Halloween store and buy some mullet. And they're, they're good to go. You know, everyone knows how much we love this show. We love it so much. And we don't want to criticize anyone, but I mean, we don't need that gimmick. We don't need to see Prue wearing a fake Fu Manchu mustache playing the keyboard. We just don't need it. And we it just, just went it. on and on. And so it many did go puns. On. There the, were several verses. <laughs> so many verses. <laughs> Why? Why, Allison? And you know, I have to say, I got to give it to him. Paul was looking pretty good in that moment. <laughs> He's so pretty. Oh He's so pretty. His beautiful blue eyes. I can't take it. Oh, Sorry. It, it was a rough start. This is... Second bubble year, and they kind of reference it a lot, actually, yeah. which is good. Yeah. Um, yes. So now you, 
we've spoken of Jurgen eyebrows. Who else do we like? Oh, we like Chig's name. Yes. Okay. He always looks extremely intense. He always yes, he has like a very kind of surprised look on his face. Like, oh no, what's going to happen next? And um, my other favorite, besides Maggie, Prue's twin. I do like Maggie because I always like an experienced baker. I like how they're a little yes. more low key. Um, yes. Lizzie, if I could pick one accent out of the entire world to do, it would be Lizzie's. Her accent is incredible. Is that my fair lady business? Is it, You're the Anglophile. Is I, would, that, I would say she's a little she bit Cockney. Like, yeah, it's kind of Northern if you ask me, but I, I could be wrong. Someone's going to correct me probably on that. I have a hard time understanding her and I don't hate it. I, I do <laughs> no, like right? it. I mean, <laughs> um, I thought it was hilarious that she's wearing a similar shirt to. Totally. Um, what's her favorite? No. No. Thank you. Dyed black haired mm-hmm. host with the black boots, heeled boots. Um, yeah. Well, do you want to talk about her? Because she makes, she kind of does this interesting unsuccessful mini role the challenge was to do mini roles mm, i guess it's an okay challenge um i just kind of wrote down a few that you stood might out. actually make okay yeah. and lizzie stood out and she did this tahini caramel filling um and tried to do this giraffe pattern it wasn't really successful. No, when she she's like, it's a giraffe and i'm like what <laughs> i it took me a while to understand she was just trying to do the the spots or whatever. Yes. Um, oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's kind of original. Another notable one was Christelle. Do you like Christelle? Who, I do. She did a cardamom, cinnamon, chai, coconut. And I like that hers looked different than everybody else's. It um, was completely covered and had I guess it was all the coconut on the outside, but I thought it looked really interesting. Not so much of a swirl, but was really good and looked good. I'm looking at my notes and she is only 26 years old. I thought oh, she really? was quite a bit older, didn't you? I really did. I don't know because she lived at she lives at home. So I was a little bit like, oh, hmm. okay. I don't know. I she don't just know. looks, she looks very mature. She does. And she's kind of put together. I think I like her. Um, Tom, who, oh, yeah, oh, go ahead. Us both of our buddy Jordan, Jordan. yes, um, I, both IT guys, yeah, and mm-hmm. really excited. And I thought real positive. Yeah. Um, he does a black forest mini role, and it wasn't super successful, but unfortunately no. for him, there were several other bakers doing black forest. And so I suppose holding them up against each other, you know. And Jurgen set the set the standard for the Black Forest. Yes, I would buy it. I would you, buy it. He you said, would "Buy a Black Forest torta <laughs> <laughs> from your friend Jurgen." <laughs> we've we've been to Austria. You can do the accent. I'm lying. I'm terrible. <laughs> oh man! Speaking of not being able to do an accent, I'm going to try this because. Oh. It is one of my favorite parts of this whole first episode. There is a baker, Freya, who is a vegan, and she's really young. I think she's 19. 19. Yep. And she 
makes her first bake, her Swiss rolls. She uses an aquafaba, which is basically garbanzo bean juice. What is it? Like the... It's the stuff. It's (laughs) the the stuff. stuff that you pour pour off of a can of garbanzo beans. I just don't... I don't know how it works, but it does. You and I both know that. It does, and it's amazing. But she um, talks about when they try her lemon raspberry mini rolls, you know, and they were like, Oh, it's, you know, impressive that you use the aquafaba and it's hard to get it to hold its shape. And, and you're vegan. And she says, Oh yeah, it's a bit of a faff rally. I can't do it. A oh my God. That was so terrible. That was so terrible. She says, Oh yeah. It's a bit of a faff rally. Like, <laughs> what does it mean? Like terrible. Like faff is like, just kind of a fuss, you know, I think. Oh, okay. I don't know. But she does. I mean, she's really good at using stuff to be vegan. You know, she is. And And I don't know if I've ever told you this, but I made Sophie had some friends over and I had to make a vegan thing and I made um, vegan blueberry muffins and they became our favorites. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. Like I made them like 20 times after that. Dan was like, those were so amazing. And it was like almond milk and, you know, no eggs, no dairy. Great. What was the, They're the really fat? Good. Maybe some vegetable oil or something. Mm-hmm. I can't even remember. Mm-hmm. I, it's been a while since I've made them, but I was just surprised at how it came out. And you do see a lot of vegan bakeries and you're like, why would I buy mm-hmm. a vegan vegan pastry or eat one if I didn't have to? But I guess it's, you know, you can really make it taste good. Our family's absolute favorite cake is, I mean, my extended family is called crazy cake and that is vegan. Um, And I've been making that since I was like 10 years old. And of course I didn't know the term vegan until 30 years later, but um, yeah, that is one of our family's most requested cakes for birthdays Hmm. This crazy cake that has oil and vinegar. And Maybe no we're going to have yeah. to put up the recipe for that one, Allison. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, send it, send it to us. Any other little little rolls you like, the mini rolls? Oh, Anybody's? my gosh. Giuseppe. We have to talk about. He is oh, so yes. precise. When I was watching him, you know, some of the people were really, really struggling you know, yeah. poor George is, you know, having a hard time. And Giuseppe, you look at his and you're like, oh my gosh, did they give you extra time to make yours so perfect mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. beautiful? And I think that's just how he rolls. He and Jurgen, in my opinion, so far are really front runners in terms of like their bakes, but also, of course, their engineering you know, mm-hmm. how they can engineer things just to make them so perfect. Kind of reminds me of our favorite redhead, Andrew, who mm-hmm. was, you know, Mr. Precise yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And does all the stuff with the, you know, engineering. So, yeah, Giuseppe's were gorgeous. And I, I think they looked good. I mean, they look like they would taste good. The orange almond ricotta. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's yes. only something I'd like. Sounded good and looked like they mm-hmm. would taste really good. Yes. Yep. I'm going to make a prediction that Giuseppe and Jurgen are in the final. Final. I, yeah. it's such a strong, well, I guess anything can happen like bread week or something, but such a strong, um, yes, like both. 
presentation and you know I think when you're a precision person like quilting you just and baking if it's very perfectly measured and you know exactly what you're doing each time Mm -hmm. you really can get a level of success it's different from you know the way that I bake for sure but um yeah I I think you're more successful each time because Mm -hmm. you're precise Mm mm-hmm um, and and also, you know, we've got um, Maggie, who is 70 and has been cooking, you know, baking forever. And she's very confident and um, also is very successful. So maybe those will be the top three. Who knows? It's fun to not Prue? know. Prue's twin. <laughs> Prue's twin. That was a little overdone joke as well. Yeah. Of them insisting she looks like Prue over and over like and just over again. Just because you both have gray hair, that's not I a big know. deal. She didn't seem to mind, however, no. she she laughed quite heartily. I like Maggie's sense of humor. I think she's got a real good sense of humor. Mm-hmm. There's some interesting, like, she's a retired midwife. Amanda is a police detective. Ooh. Uh, yeah, I just, all these interesting, uh, the women particularly, I think Lizzie, like, does she custom in, cars. She works <laughs> in a truck shop, I think she talks about. Yeah, yeah, and something about doing custom interiors for, car, car, you know, vehicle. Hmm. Just an interesting group. Uh, yeah, Jurgen the tromb- trombonist. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, so a nice start. Some nice Swiss rolls. The bakers got challenged with something I had never heard of, and I don't really think I want to eat, but um, the technical was to make a malt loaf. That, what were you, you're making a face. Yeah. No, I, no, thank you. Yeah. I, I was not interested in that at all. Ditto. And they wanted them to make a homemade butter and candy, some citrus for the top. It was just kind of a mm-hmm. weird I've done that. I've candied citrus and I made butter. I'm sure you've made butter before. It's not a huge deal. If you guys, if you haven't made butter, you just have to shake some heavy cream. Yeah. That's (laughs) all. You just have to shake it. I do it with my kindergarten class every year and they love it. It's like magic. It is like magic. Mm -hmm. It's not difficult. Um, Just takes a little while. I don't know if there's much to talk about because, you know, the bottom was Amanda, Chiggs, and actually Giuseppe. But um, the top three were George, Freya, and Maggie came in first. Lucky for um, George. I what do you think. What was the malt part of it? Did I miss that? How do you attain that malt flavor with the type I, of flour that you No, use? I I would think it's some kind of or, syrup. You think it's okay. <laughs> Look at us now. Later I was attention. like, I know. Look at that. Later, I was like, is that malt powder? Like, See, we didn't, malt? we didn't have time to watch it 10 times like we usually do. That's so we true. are not the experts. We get to just watch it right along with everybody else the first time. So, yeah, I'm sorry. I don't know. But I do love malt, malt powder. Do you like malteds? Oh, yeah. Or malted milk balls. Whoppers. My mom calls them whoopers. <laughs> just to be silly okay yeah <laughs> uh, i do like whoppers a lot and that Me used too. to be one of my favorite halloween 
candies where you get two in a little box. Are those milk yes. dogs? The teeny tiny little box. Uh-huh. Ah, oh, the good old days. The good old days. I haven't seen a whooper in for in a long time. <laughs> I don't know. You should hand them out at Halloween this year. Ooh, maybe I will. And the kids will hand out at Halloween. Throw eggs at me. Um we try to go for the Costco pack of whatever has Reese's because not it's a non-negotiable. Like when you tell the kids pick one, they go for that Reese's every time. It's always Reese's. Hmm. So, yeah. I, but I like to have a like, nice combo, um, not to put too fine a point on it. But if you come to my house, you usually can pick like two small candy bars. And then I like to... Um, break it up with like a giant bag of Smarties. And if you're, <laughs> if you're from the UK, it's a di- Smarties means something different, but around here, it's like a little roll of like, not quite sweet tarts. You know what I mean? Smarties, right? Yeah. So I, yeah. that's a, that's a cheap candy. I like to mix that in and I go, okay, here's a Snicker and a Reese, And then you get a roll of Smartie with it because you know, I always think about my girls like sorting out their candy at the end of the night and how they like to sort it and see what they got the most of. And I like to give a nice combo to add to the sorting pleasures. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, friends. It's, uh, it's October and we have to talk about Halloween candy. Well, I'm always interested because the home where I grew up in was too far up the hill for trick-or-treaters to really you know, spend the time coming, like maybe we'd get one or two and then my mom would panic and like, go get raisins out of the cupboard <laughs> to give them. Oh, yay. It's true. <laughs> and then uh, I've just always lived places where it wasn't conducive to kids coming. Oh. And now same true, you know, I live rurally, but so I'm always, oh, I love it's always just Halloween. like kind of a neat thing to me. It's so fun in our neighborhood because um, like the dads are pushing strollers and they're always carrying a beer. And if you, you can like, you know, catch one, you'd be like, Hey, hit the fridge and gra- grab one if you need one. And it's just, it's probably the most um, neighborhoody time of the year, you know, where everybody's yeah. just out and saying hi and yeah. talking across the street and stuff like that. So I really enjoy it here in Mishawaka. I used to care for a little girl who in her neighborhood, um, the parents all knew to bring a shot glass along because every, every oh. house offered a shot for the parents. <laughs> that was kind of fun. Nice. Nice. I don't think I'd participate in that, but I would drink a nice Miller Lite if somebody offered it to me. <laughs> well, this showstopper, mm. I thought of you because it's cake week and I, Cake week is my love. I love yep. cake week. But then I thought just Lisa's just going to say this is jumping the shark to have to build a 3D gravity defying illusion cake that has, you know, some type of meaning to you. So <laughs> much. Shaking I'm shaking my head <laughs> right out of the gate. They have to start with this crap. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I feel like, you know, I was thinking about it today and I, I was like, oh, I, I'm going to talk about this with Allison because it just ticked me off. But then I'm like, but they keep doing this. And then 
for a showstopper, eventually, if they go make the best chocolate cake you've ever made, everybody's going to be like, well, that's the most boring thing you've ever said right? because it's not gravity defying and it doesn't have to do with your childhood and it doesn't have what come on, come on. And you know, Paul even said it. I can't remember if it was in the second episode or the first episode, but he's like, you have to be an engineer too. You have to be an engineer. Too. <laughs> well, you know what? What if I'm not? What if I just know how to bake things? Well, then you're never going to be on that show. Too bad. Hmm. Sorry. I feel like I'm being really critical of our fave and I don't want to be. I love this show. I love it. Love it. Love it. But this, you know, it's just, it's too much. It's too much. And, you know, someone like poor Tom couldn't make a 3D thing. And I can't remember, Jerzino, he really struggled too. He didn't get his done. And you're just, you're setting people up to fail. Why not let people shine and do what they do beautifully instead of being like putting all these parameters on it and making things look like crap? Well, I was a little bit surprised. I mean, we're all to this point and, um, you know, Tom is the one that has to go this week. But I was surprised because Amanda's the one they said that was in trouble. When they talked about it before the show ever began, Amanda was the one that was in trouble. And Amanda. Yes. And Tom was fifth, by the way. Yeah, I know. I Um, I paid attention to that for sure. Not in the bottom, like towards the top. Um, so Amanda makes a 3D cake of a wave kind of tipping over with dolphins going in. The top of the wave is made out of Rice Krispie treats. There you go. Modeling Rice Krispies. It wasn't baked. The cake mm-hmm. was down below. And so I thought, um, I I don't know. It just felt unfair to me because Tom's did not have the gravity defined thing but did hers really you know yeah. and a lot of them used and i i i just wonder if it's an interpretation of the brief that was not in his favor do you know what i mean mm-hmm. like absolutely um i don't think he purposely didn't do what the brief said i think he misinterpreted it or interpreted it differently it so i was kind of sad nice. for him yeah yeah kind of sad for him he I don't even know what his theme was supposed to be now when I think about it, but um, did I write it down? Lemon almond, a <laughs> bit of a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't even know what it was supposed to be. I don't know. Poor guy. Well, Amanda's wasn't that interesting. As you mentioned, Jarzino, he had just a hot mess, but I guess, the difference for them was it tasted really good. All the elements were there. He had a really nice, um, nice cake and nice fillings. He had tried to do this sort of this giant roll up. I don't know why. Oh why my he, Why did he want to do that? When he, when I was watching that, I felt like I was watching football. If I enjoyed football, <laughs> I was like don't do it. Don't do it. It's a mess. Please stop it. And it was like all so floppy. Was mm-hmm. terrible. Not tight. Mm-hmm. Was not a tight roll. Right, right. Um, Crystal makes a bouquet of flowers. Again, oh, a lot of rice yeah. crispy base around metal, not mm-hmm. cake. 
I'm not putting it down. I thought it was beautiful. Right. And they loved how it tasted. I mean, I think she did really well. It was so but that beautiful. Whole base, yeah. It was so beautiful. Yeah, but you're right. Um, when they started doing the dowels and the metal, you know, Jurgen made his lamp with like mm-hmm. a big, you know, hunk of wire in there. And I thought, well, maybe I could do that. Right. If, if I had dowels and wire. And um, that was something that Tom didn't have. So, and right. they didn't say you can't. Right. Right. Um, Rashika, who we haven't mentioned yet. Oh my God. How gorgeous is she? She is so cute. I can't Mm -hmm. take it. So cute. Yeah. The apple was, she did a good job with that. She did. And when they cut it open, I thought it looked really good. It had Mm -hmm. apple in it. And I think it was, Mm -hmm. was it a cinnamon sponge maybe? Um, but it was yes. an apple suspended and they just said it needed a little honing in terms of design, which totally in the get four or five hours that they had um, <laughs> you're asking for a lot, mm-hmm. but probably my um, favorite was the bouquet. I think crystals was probably my favorite. Um, I thought that uh, Freya's flowers were really beautiful too. Mm-hmm. And hers, I said, was delicious. And, and it vegan. looked great. Vegan and, and boozy. Vegan. Mm. Mm-hmm. And Chig's, his idea didn't stay together, but he had like a chocolate peanut butter with peanut butter buttercream, I believe. And they mm-hmm. loved it. Mm-hmm. Loved the flavor of that. Um Amanda's wave I spoke about. I don't think it was great tasting. I thought maybe they said it was a little dry. Um, but then here comes Giuseppe again with this beautiful visual Jack and the Beanstalk. That was cake. cute. That was cute. Mm-hmm. It was childish. It was very childish. But yes. you know, I I feel like that's what he was going for. Yes. And I believe they thought his sponge was a little dry, like yes. maybe needed another layer cut through it mm-hmm. um, with some filling. But um, the design was, that was my favorite for sure. I thought Jurgen, you know, engineers this lamp over this book mm-hmm. that was very like German. <laughs> it was very like plain and industrial and, yeah, you know, I can appreciate the work that went into it, but again, I guess there was cake in the lamp, wasn't there? Yeah, like a little bit. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Okay. I have to bring this up. Another reason that I love Maggie mm-hmm. is because she said when they were like, "Hey, what kind of ice cream flavor do you like? Mint chocolate chip?" and she makes this huge big deal in the face about it, and she's like, "Why would you? Why would you put toothpaste in ice cream?" Why would you eat toothpaste and ice cream? And I never had like a really strong aversion to mint being in, um, in desserts until I married my husband. He hates mint in anything. (laughs) He hates it. And we've passed that on to our kids, like no mint chocolate chip, no mint in your brownies, nothing. And if he gets like a, a mixed thing of chocolates, and there's mint in there. Oh my gosh. Stop the mop. What about Girl Scout cookies, thin mints? No, ma'am. <gasps> no, ma'am. Oh. Those don't happen in our house. And it's funny because every once in a while, because you know, I'm old and I forget things, and I keep asking Sophie, I'm like, hey, what's Caleb's favorite cookie? Her boyfriend. She's like, mm-hmm. oh, 
And she keeps telling me every time it's this mint one that his family makes. I'm like, no, I'm not making it. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so me and Maggie, we are simpatico because we are anti-mint in desserts. Mint is meant for toothpaste. I will say, well, I'm not a huge ice cream fan anyway. Mint chocolate chip ice cream, ick. Feel the same way. I... My mom made grasshoppers growing up and I remember like wanting it so bad that I tolerated the mint, you know, cause it's like having a shake, you know, mm-hmm. like a shamrock mm-hmm. shake. Mm-hmm. Also don't like shamrock shakes. So I'm with you. I exactly when you use that extract, that's mint flavored. I love fresh mint so much. It's so different. And I like to use a lot of fresh mint in, um, you know, to decorate pavlovas and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But um, the Thin Mint would be the exception, though. Sorry. They're awesome. Dan would say N-O. <laughs> Sorry. More Thin Mints for you. Uh, when we get Girl Scout cookies, it's all about the tag-along peanut butter patty. Oh. You know, the see, shortbread mm-hmm. covered in peanut butter, covered in chocolate. My mouth is watering yeah. right now thinking about it. And I don't think it's Girl Scouts cookie season, is it? Uh, uh, I think it's like January. Um, I was going to say it's all year round now because I think you can go on their website and order. But I don't know if we've mentioned this before, but not to put out any of our Girl Scout fans who are out there because I know you guys do a fantastic job, but you can get almost every one of those cookies at Aldi and they taste the same. <laughs> Have you, have you seen it? Have you seen no, it? No. Oh my gosh. I don't, yes. I don't buy store-bought cookies. Well, Girl Scout neither, cookies are like the only neither cookies do I, I but um, they're there. And my Aldi nerd groups, they're like, yeah, mm-hmm. these cookies are exactly the same. And I'm sorry to tell you, they're about $2 instead of five. Yeah. Wow. So sorry, Girl Scouts. Don't be mad. I'll still buy them. Though. Even the peanut butter patties? They have peanut butter patties? I think so. And I don't know if it's all the time or if it's just during Girl Scout cookie season to give a big <laughs> screw you to the scouts. <laughs> oh, wow. We are sort of all over the place, but that's, you know, that's what we do. Uh, Jurgen gets Starbaker. Starbaker. His accent is a little bit hard for, for me not to think of. I think you're the nailing pig it. From, the pig from Shrek. What, there's like a pig with a German accent. In oh, yes. Shrek one of the three little pigs. And also the big bug from A Bug's Life that turns into a butterfly. Remember, he's like, I am a beautiful <gasps> butterfly. <Yeah. laughs> oh, my gosh. Sorry. Yes, you are so right. Oh, you know, we're not making I love fun of anyone movies. because, you know, I'm allowed. I'm almost 100% German, as we have found out oh, through the... 23 and me, you know. And I've been to Austria, so there. There you go. <laughs> so now I have permission. I mean, also. This is from Austria, these kinds of these goods. <laughs> so are you excited for the second episode to talk about the second episode? I am excited for the second episode. Um, I was sad to say goodbye to Tom because as we said before, he really did remind me of best friend Jordan. Yeah, um, definitely. And just a nice, I thought just thought that was a really sweet, positive guy. And, mm-hmm. 
it's an interesting group of people collected because they can they can leave their lives for weeks and weeks and weeks if need be. And so it's a really interesting group, I think, based on that criteria um, that they have to be so bubbled away mm-hmm. from everybody. But um, And you know yeah, what was interesting I've, that I learned from the first couple episodes is they have a practice tent. Did, did yes. you pay attention to that? That, you know, usually you go home and you practice throughout mm-hmm. the week and then come back and they're like, I was in the practice tent. I'm like, that is really cool. I, we can talk more about that as we get into it, but um, I do recall that from last year's bubbled, you mm-hmm. know, pandemic. I remember them talking about that and also how there wasn't as much of an element of surprise because a lot of them had seen each other's bakes or practice bakes, you know, and it mm-hmm. had a different uh, feel to it, but. Yeah, I bet they're a lot closer. I think that's, you know, probably one of the bonuses. You make you make 12 new friends. Yeah, I think you're right. Well, that was a sidestepped side street episode, but it was good to catch up with you and talk about all these these new fun bakers. Mm -hmm. And maybe by the third or fourth episode we'll know their names. All right, I'm done. And dusted. Thank you for listening to the Soggy Bottom Girls podcast. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Soggy Bottom Girls or connect with us at SoggyBottomGirls.com. And may all your bakes be worthy of a Hollywood handshake.